Good morning, you beautiful bastards and bitches, you bunch of goddamn hooligans. How y'all doing today? I'm doing fucking great, sort of. I went to go try and do an open mic. I got there, and the place was closed down over the weekend. That was really frustrating. Now, all this COVID shit, all the, the businesses that got shut down, I didn't. I haven't really seen it affect me that much until I've been looking for a place to do an open mic, and now it's like, holy fucking shit, man! Everywhere is closed, or you know, they're not. They're temporarily not doing open mics, and it's. I I understand it's not anybody's fault. I mean, other than people that forced lockdowns and you know, goddamn China who let a fucking do the virus out. It seems. Don't know for sure. But. It's still frustrating, and I really hope that we start getting some of these small businesses back and everybody goes back to operating as normal as quickly as possible, because this shit's old, man. I'm over it. But today is the 31st of January. My month is almost over, man. And I got to say, if you live in California, or Southern California specifically, why is it already getting hot? Like, it's not hot right now, like in the morning. It's early as shit, and so it's pretty cold, but the early afternoon starts one or uh, coming around, and it, it's kind of hot, man. Like, it's really crazy to me. Like, the other day it was, like, fucking 79, which isn't hot, hot, but in January, that's pretty fucking warm, and I'm not a big fan of it. You know, global warming, whatever. I don't know, but it's it's annoying. Anyways, what I want to talk about today is this term misinformation that's getting thrown around. Specifically, uh, last week, Neil... What the fuck is his name? Not Neil Diamond, Neil... Neil something. I can't remember his name. He's a musician. I think he used to be with Rolling Stones or something. I don't know. I'm not a fan, so I don't really know that much about him, but... He pulled his music off of Spotify because Spotify hosts Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan had a couple episodes with Peter McCullough and Dr. something Malone. I can't remember his first name. And these guys, uh, they have controversial opinions on COVID and the response to COVID. But Peter er, Malone, Dr. Malone, he uh, is at least partially responsible for the mRNA vaccine technology, or technology, rather, that led to the vaccines. And Peter McCullough is the most published uh, cardiologist in his field ever. So, I mean, it's not like they're idiots. And, you know, there's some things they said that I don't necessarily agree with. Like, I remember one point that Peter McCullough made specifically did not make sense to me, where he claimed it was impossible to get COVID twice. And when he said that, I was pretty sure I knew someone who had gotten COVID twice. So I was like, ah, that seems like bullshit. But, you know, maybe just of the data that was presented to him, that's what he thought at the time. But anyways, those two episodes aired and a lot of people lost their shit because they basically don't follow the uh, mainstream, I hate to use that term, but the mainstream narrative that vaccines are the only path to salvation and that lockdowns are necessary, that kind of stuff. And, I mean, at least what I got from the episodes was that they were pointing out flaws in the way we responded. Not necessarily that saying that 
they have the answers, but just that these ways in which we're responding are not the best ways and that there's some some misinterpretation of data or data that was being uh, altered, I guess, in a misleading way. And from like like I said, from what I got from it was just it was a big like, hey man, this is not the best way to respond kind of episode, right? Uh, and apparently, a lot of people took it as a, you know, they're giving sound or they're giving medical advice that is contrary to what we believe. And so they're therefore conspiracy theorists, and what they're saying is completely incorrect. And like I said, I think there's room for some of the things they said is incorrect, you know. I think there's room for that with everybody. I mean, I say things that are incorrect sometimes, and I try and correct it, and I try and apologize for it if I do get things incorrect. But, you know, I'm a human being, so at some point, I'm going to make some mistakes. Everybody is. And I don't have a problem with people making mistakes. I just have a problem if they stick to their guns. The reason I say that is because that Peter McCullough guy later tweeted that he was wrong about the dual infection of COVID or uh, two times getting infected of, of COVID. And, you know, like I said, he came out and he corrected himself on that. So I, I always respect that when people do that. When they double down on bullshit, uh, I lose a lot of respect for them. But people start saying that, you know, those episodes were misinformation I would also like to point out that in no way are those episodes like medical advice. And what I mean by that is that I, I people do this and it it infuriates the shit out of me when people do this. It's like these podcasters in general will have someone on and they'll talk to them, right? And they'll be like – someone contrary to that opinion will be like, you, you, can't, you can't just trust what that what podcaster says. And it's like, well, I wouldn't say that someone – you know, regurgitating what they heard on a podcast is trusting what the podcaster says so much as it is trusting whatever expert that podcaster had on says, right? Like, Lex Friedman has people on all the time, and if I, you know, specialists and scientists and whatever, and when they say something, I'm not repeating generally, or when I when I say something in reference to that podcast episode, generally speaking, I'm not regurgitating what Peter, but, uh, the fuck is his name? Lex Friedman said, I'm repeating what his guest had on, right? Because it made sense to me, or I verified it independently, or whatever. And I, I think they're good points. And this isn't just something that I've dealt with. Many people deal with it. I've seen people talk, complain about it online. And it's funny, because you can have the same exact situation where you repeat something you heard on the news, on CNN, or Fox News, or whatever, and people, generally speaking, don't really question it, right? They're like, oh, well, yeah, that's the... That's what they said on cable TV, so it must be true. Whereas, at least I think that's the most ridiculous fucking thing on the planet, like to just believe something because the TV said it was true. That's not to say that <clears throat> there aren't things that these people get wrong on these podcasts. Of course there are. And, you know, every once in a while somebody have a loon on, somebody that's just, you know, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But even, well, and then they'll have the ones on that who are a loon, but are kind of right sometimes, right? The one I always think of is, is Alex Jones. I know anybody who hears this, they're going to be like, you know, uh, Alex Jones, not anybody, but a lot of people here, they be like, ah, Alex Jones, because he got the Sandy Hook shit so wrong. And I understand that, you know, that was a, a, that was really wrong, right? Like, he really fucked up there. But generally speaking, generally speaking, he gets a lot of shit right, too. Like, he reported on Bohemian Grove years before it came out that it was real. 
he was on the Brooklyn story on it even. He reported on Jeffrey Epstein's island years before it was real or before it came out in the mainstream news. And he talked about the human hybrid chimeras between animal DNA and human DNA. Turns out that's real. I believe they're using monkeys or something like that or pigs. And what else? He talked about something else too. I don't remember. He's been right on a good amount of things that I'm getting at here. Now, he's also crazy. I want to, you know, just reiterate that. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. The dude's fucking nuts. Like, I like him. I think he's very entertaining, and he makes me laugh. But I feel like if you see crazy shit like that long enough, and I may have said this before, but eventually you go a little fucking crazy, right? Like, you're chasing the fucking insanity demon. Eventually, you're going to get infected a little bit. And I think Alex Jones is a perfect example of this. Because even though he's right, he also just comes off so goddamn fucking crazy, man. Like, I I don't think he's a bad guy or anything. I think he's just a guy who lost his mind a little bit. But, like I said, they're doing this thing now to... The the current target is Joe Rogan. And uh, I do... I do like Joe Rogan. This podcast is very enjoyable to me. I've gotten a lot out of it uh, in my life. And, you know, it's been very entertaining. So I don't like it when people come after him because specifically, I feel like it's not a fair assault. And what I mean by that is that you're going after a comedian who constantly says he's a comedian, constantly says, don't take me seriously. You know, don't listen to me. Don't get your news from me, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know why anybody gives a shit what he says, right? Except I do know why, because he has the largest following of anybody in the world, right? He has 11 people listening per episode. It's a lot. It's more than any cable news show or anything else like that. It's more than some movies get, right? And he... Anyways, uh, I I got lost in my thought there for a second, but the main takeaway is that Spotify stuck by him, which is awesome. I appreciate anybody who is anti-censorship. And a a company that doesn't censor, that's what I'm fucking talking about, man. That's the good shit. That's what we should want. Like, you may agree or disagree with what is said on that podcast, and you may not think it's a good idea to let people just say whatever they want, but I'd like to point out that, you know, months ago, like eight months ago, you get banned off Twitter and shit for just saying that the lab leak theory, you know, was a theory. And it turns out that it's the most probable one now. You'd get banned for saying that just because you got vaccinated doesn't mean that you're not going to spread COVID or that you're not going to get it. And you get banned for that. And that's just a reality now. And you get banned for saying that uh, Fauci lied about having or uh, us not needing masks in the beginning of the pandemic. Turns out that was real as well. I mean, there's so many things, man. Where it's just become like this need to protect the narrative whatever the narrative is irrelevant of reality like it's almost like we've galvanized into a world war ii effort the the mainstream uh, media specifically and it's over something that has a you know 99.8 percent survival rate according to zero uh i I forget how to say it i think it's called zero like zero not zero zero studies done by epidemiologists out of santa clarita and um i can't remember the other spot but basically, what they do is they take testing kits. This is done very early in the pandemic, so who knows what it is now. But they take testing kits, and they test everyone they can. 
for anybody's right and the sero part is i don't remember what the word stand or what the abbreviation of the actual word is i mean sero is the abbreviation of the actual word but i don't remember what the the abbreviation stands for rather or is a cut off from but the 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 test showed that you know there's only a 0.2% fatality rate because it basically was testing for antibodies in everybody that they could, right? And so if you have antibodies, clearly you had the disease at some point, but you survived. So it's like a pretty decent test of what the actual survival rate is. And this disease, you know, I don't think it warrants this level of commitment to the narrative, right? If this was like bubonic plague and people were just, I mean, you wouldn't now because I think bubonic plague is curable by antibody or uh, what's the word? Uh, not antibodies, uh, antibiotics. That's right. I think if we they would have had antibiotics back then, it would have been no big deal. But I'm saying that the death rate in my mind is not high enough to justify this level of narrative control, right? And what I mean by that is that if bodies are dropping left and right, I can understand the desire to just get people to shut the fuck up and do whatever is necessary to protect, you know, the society. But that's not the case. That's not reality. That's not what's, that's not what's happening, right? So, <clears throat> in my mind, there should be a lot more free discussion. And that's why it bothers me when people say that, like, that, like shit like that's misinformation because it's not misinformation. It's different information than what you want to hear and, uh, but I don't know that, like I said, that any, I, I mean, I don't remember, like, like I said, I don't remember that there was any, any like real medical advice, like you should do this in those episodes. The only real medical advice I hear on that show ever regularly is from Joe Rogan. And it's just to get healthy, right? Lose weight, take vitamins, get out in the sun, like, you know, all good advice that every doctor prescribes for everything else except COVID, right? And then the CDC has, you know, come out, even though this is long known information, eventually they came out and also agreed that if you're overweight, you're higher risk of dying, right? So clearly that is a good thing to do for this disease. Yet for some reason, that's misinformation. I just, I don't get it, man. I I hate this idea that we want to silence and shut off people who have dissenting opinions. Like to me, the, the better option is always just to have more more conversations, more open communication, and let people decide for themselves what's real. Like, we're not in a fucking dictatorship where the goddamn government has to decide for us peasants what we will or will not believe, right? Like, it's a different age, man. I mean, we have the wealth of human knowledge at our fingertips with the internet and smartphones. So, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I just Google something because I can't remember what the fuck it is or if it's real, or, like, my favorite one is I'll, I'll remember something from childhood that I was just told, right? I have no idea if it is real or not, and I'll Google it, and it turns out it's not real at all. Like, and this is going to be funny if I'm wrong on this, but, for example, <clears throat> I was told as a kid that if I ate food and then swam, I would get a cramp and I'd drown, right? And I'm pretty sure I Googled this at some point, and it turns out it's complete bullshit. It's going to be funny if that's not true, but if I remember correctly, it is complete bullshit, And that's just an example of, you know, it used to be you just listened to whatever someone told you and you just took it as fact. And now you can just verify it so quickly because we all have these supercomputers in our pockets that are just miracles of modern technology. 
But, yeah, that's that's the general gist of what I'm talking about. It's just that I, I hate this idea that there need to be arbiters of truth who tell you what is and is not true, irrelevant of anything you find on your own, right? And that you're supposed to just accept that and shut up and take your medicine. That That bothers me, man. That really bothers me. Because it's... I mean, maybe it's in my nature because I've always been the kind of person that embraces conflict and enjoys conflict, not literally physically conflict. Uh, in fact, I try to actively avoid that now as an adult but because I don't want to fucking die over nothing. But like verbal conflict specifically, I love to argue. I, I love it. I do. Uh, and I, I love to have disagreements and I love to have heated discussions. It's enjoyable to me. But I know that most people are not like that. And I totally forgot where the, where I was going with this point. Um, oh, well, I guess I'll move on from it. I apologize. There was, there was a point to that, but I have no fucking idea what it was now. But anyways, <clears throat> what was I saying? Yeah, so just in general, uh, it, it bothers me and it, it makes me uncomfortable, the level of, you know censorship some people are aiming for and the reason why i say that is because like spotify held against this neil neil i want to say it's neil diamond but that cannot be right because i feel like this guy's too much of like a a rocker to be neil diamond but anyways they held against him they didn't censor so he took his music off the platform and then these some of these other artists i can't remember their names but some other artists are now talking about it too like possibly doing it and like i feel like at some point, Spotify will cave, unfortunately, and that really bothers me because I don't want them to cave. I don't want them to tell people what they can have on their podcasts, right? This is a dangerous road to me where you start enabling censorship of like this kind of conversation or these kinds of you know media outlets where it is, it is as independent as it can be and you get unfettered conversations and unedited information so that you can make a decision on your own, Right. And like I said, sometimes it's bullshit, you know? And you, you've got to be able to see that for yourself as a human being, in my mind. Like, someone just telling you it's bullshit does not work for me. And I think part of the reason that it's really hard for myself and others to accept these fuckers at their word and just take it as it is and accept this form of censorship and, you know, their label of misinform- misinformation is that they get caught lying so much. Like, they get caught not telling the truth fucking constantly and it's like why am i going to listen to you when you lie to me so clearly and i catch you in the middle of it and then you're like yeah but that was this time look it's not normally like that that bothers me that bothers me severely and others as well i think like just if you're gonna preach that certain things are truth and other things aren't then you need to be as truthful as possible and the government lies all the fucking time. The CDC even fucking lies all the fucking time. Like, they're just not being honest. Fauci's lying constantly. And then they have these big fucking shit shows in front of Congress where Fauci argues with Rand Paul, who's also a fucking dickhead. But I do like when he takes it to Fauci. Fauci, I, I don't hate him. And I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's a fallible human being put in a shitty situation with a lot of pressure. And he did what a lot of human beings would do. He kind of buckled a little bit. And he lied, and now he thinks he's the shit, right? I remember that one line. Oh, my God, it's so fucking cringe. 
He was like, when you question Fauci, you're questioning science. Like, are you science now, bitch? Like, holy fuck. What? You're this, like, ethereal term that, that just... <laughs> I can't, I can't believe anyone had the balls to fucking say that they were that shit, that they are science. <clears throat> That's insane to me, personally. But yeah. <laughs> if they were more honest, I feel like we would... Like, they hadn't been caught in so many lies, I guess, is what I mean to say. I feel like we would be more receptive to them being the arbiters of truth. But they have been caught in so many fucking lies at this point. You know, at the beginning of the pandemic, like I said, you get banned for these theories that are now just accepted as fact. And it's, I feel like people are just losing their trust. I mean, another good example of it is there's all these people who followed the CDC's recommendations from the beginning. They followed it to the letter and it seems to just not be working, right? And so if you're one of those people who followed it right from the beginning this whole time and it just feels like you're getting lied to and eventually you're just like what the fuck man like what's the point of me doing what you're saying if nothing works right if we're never going to return to life as normal why the fuck am i wearing these masks that you've admitted don't work why the fuck am i social distancing why am i trying to stay at home <clears throat> and then lockdowns this is what really bothers me honestly about I mean, I've said all this stuff so many times at this point, you know, I'm making myself sick, but when they talk about like lockdowns and shit and they were saying like, oh, we got to save lives with lockdowns. What they don't ever talk about is like the, the repercussions of it beyond just the sick, the, the sickness itself, the disease itself. And I'll, I'll go more into this in another episode. I haven't planned how I want to talk about this, but it just, it, this is something that bothers me. I just thought I was thinking about it today, but I guess that's it. I'm doing a shortish one, partially because my fucking nose is always fucking up in the morning, and it's not the best time to do these, honestly, but I had some time before I really get the day started, and I had some clear, coherent thoughts, concise thoughts that I wanted to share, you know, concise and clear for me, as I am a foggy-brained idiot most of the time, but yeah, I guess that's it, so y'all have a beautiful fucking day, whatever you're hoping to achieve, I hope you achieve it, and uh, I love you all. Keep on keeping on, guys.